Good evening, General Baptist State Convention. Let's celebrate God right where we are. To God be the glory for all that he has done. We certainly understand that protocol has been established, but certainly we want to give honor where honor is due. First and foremost, we want to just give a warm round of applause, send up some hearts, send up some likes for this amazing Hope's Church St. Paul Missionary Baptist Church and their leadership. Let's celebrate God for them one more time. This has been an amazing week. To God be the glory. Certainly we want to celebrate our Executive Secretary Treasurer, uh, the one and only Dr. Tony Barr. Can we celebrate him wherever you are? Amen. And send up some hearts also for our elected leadership as well as our executive leadership. We appreciate you all. We thank God for you, for everything that you have done and everything that you're going to do. The theme has been mission is possible. I am excited about that because it's that constant reminder, regardless of what is going on in our society, that mission is possible. For me, that's a reminder, as Dr. Scott reminded us, that we still have a charge to keep. It's a reminder that we have to continue to do the work of the cross. So right where you are, I just want to remind you in this welcome that mission is possible. If you believe that, what I want you to do, I want you to tag a friend right now. I want you to tag a church that hadn't been in worship just yet. Go ahead and tag somebody right now and bring them into this experience because you want them to know that mission is possible. And as you bringing them into this experience, you're not bringing them into just a, a meeting. You are bringing them into worship. Did anybody come to worship this evening? So right where you are because we believe that mission is possible right where you are because we believe that the work of the church continues just give God some glory for all that he has done come on send up some hearts send up some likes to God be the glory to God be the glory to God be the glory for all of the things that he has done Hello, everyone. If you can, please turn with me in your Bibles to 1 Peter chapter 4, verses 8 through 11. 1 Peter chapter 4, verses 8 through 11. Above all, love each other deeply, because love covers a multitude of sins. Offer hospitality to one another without grumbling. Each of you should use whatever gift you have received to serve others as faithful stewards of God's grace in its various forms. If anyone speaks, they should do so as one who speaks the very words of God. If anyone serves, they should do so with the strength God provides so that in all things, God may be praised through Jesus Christ to him be the glory and the power forever and ever. Amen. Holy Father, God of the maker of all things, we thank you for this day. It is hallowed, it is set aside for your honor and your glory. Holy Spirit, come. Saturate us from the top of our heads to the bottom of our feet. Let everything we do today and this incoming week be for the blessing and glory of your work, God. Touch everyone that will be in operation today, every minister, 
every workshop, everyone, God, anoint them from on high. And give the listeners, the waiting congregation, even virtually, everything that they need. Take care of every heart's desire. That is my prayer. In your name I pray. Amen. Hello, everyone. If you can, please. To the phenomenal president of the General Baptist State Convention of North Carolina Incorporated, my dear friend, Dr. Leonzo Lynch, to the prior presidents of the convention, to the general board, and to all of the pastors who lead congregations all across North Carolina, it is my profound pleasure to greet you as we continue to endure this unnecessary, prolonged pandemic. I hear from many of you, and I know your churches are feeling the pain. Most churches are not able to have in-person services. You are having to resort to alternative means of serving your congregations. I will simply say that your church buildings are closed not because of the pandemic, but because of failed leadership. Please pray, please continue to pray for our country. As a former judge and 16-year congressman, I'm often asked what type of political activity churches and pastors are allowed to engage in. The answer is rather simple. Even though the opposition has spread confusing misinformation about permitted church involvement during political season, churches are permitted. Churches are permitted to engage in voter education and voter mobilization. The law only says that a church cannot endorse or oppose a candidate for office. Pastors are permitted to engage in political activity on behalf of the church, so long as he or she does it in a nonpartisan manner. If the pastor chooses to endorse or oppose a candidate, then the pastor must make it known that it is being done in their individual capacity and endorsing from your pulpit is not allowed. Strong political statements from the pulpit are allowed, so long as those statements don't reference supporting or opposing a political candidate. Now, my friends, North Carolina is a battleground state. The eyes of the nation are watching us here in North Carolina. It is no secret that the black vote in North Carolina will determine the outcome of this election. In the end, it is the black vote that will tip the scales for president, for Senate, for governor, lieutenant governor, the General Assembly, and other important offices, including Chief Justice of our Supreme Court. Please remember, we have six statewide African-American candidates, and five of those are African-American women, unprecedented we must perform in an extraordinary way. My friends, my dear Baptist friends, so much is at stake 
and you know the consequences of failure. In closing, my choice, my choices to lead our great country for the next four years are Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. I know both of them, and I know them well. On behalf of Joe and Kamala, on behalf of the Congressional Black Caucus Political Action Committee, please make sure that every single voter in your community votes in this election. The early vote ends on Saturday, and the big day will be next Tuesday, November 3rd. May God continue to bless each of you, your families, and your congregation. Thank you. Hello everyone, it is Kamala Harris, and I am so happy to be with you today. I first bring you greetings from my pastor, Dr. Amos Brown, and I want to thank President Reverend Dr. Leonzo D. Lynch and the former presidents of the General Baptist State Convention. And to the General Board, it is a privilege to join all of you for the 153rd General Baptist State Convention of North Carolina. If there has ever been a time that has called for the wisdom and strength of faith leaders in our community, it is right now. So thank you all for all that you are doing. As we navigate a global pandemic, an economic recession, a national reckoning around race and justice, and a changing climate, bringing disastrous storms to our coastlines and sparking historic fires out west, we know we are being tested. But like one of my favorite hymns says, fill my cup, Lord, fill it up and make me whole. That is my prayer every day, that God fills us up in this difficult time. I know we can build a beloved community for all Americans, as long as we stand together, even as we fight for the soul of our nation, even as we fight on the side of those who believe separating babies from their families is an affront to the Almighty, as we fight to end gun violence, as we stand on the side of science and truth, as we pronounce with full conviction that black lives matter and commit to dismantling systemic racism in America. We have work to do, first to win this election and then to get our country and our community back on track. I hope you'll read through our plan for black Americans at joebiden.com slash black America. The road ahead won't be easy, but as people of faith, let's not be weary in the face of challenges. We are strengthened by our faith in God and one another. So let's keep pushing in these final weeks. Let's tell everyone we know to make a firm plan to vote to get it on their calendars and get themselves ready to vote because we know what is already underway. There are forces at work committed to suppressing our votes and spreading misinformation, trying to make it hard or confusing to vote. So we need you to be the sources of confidence and clarity 
for our communities to help the people you serve exercise their rights and be heard this election year. As our dear departed hero, Congressman John Lewis put it, democracy is not a state, it is an act. So let us act together on this day and every day until we achieve the just future we deserve. Please keep us in your prayers and keep doing what you are doing. Let's keep this same energy through Election Day, and the state of North Carolina will decide this election. Thank you, and let's get to work. Greetings, my fellow General Baptist Convention members. It is a joy to come to you this evening. I'm Pastor Jerome J. Washington, pastor of the Mount Vernon Baptist Church here in Durham, North, in Durham, North Carolina. You've just heard Congressman Butterfield and Senator Harris make an appeal to you. I come to you as a North Carolinian to make that very same appeal, to make an appeal to people of faith, to mobilize themselves, their congregations, their clubs, their auxiliaries, anybody you can to make your ways to the polls and vote on the issues. Vote on the moral standards being restored. Vote as people of God to reclaim the soul of America. That's an ongoing theme, reclaiming the soul of America. The moral fiber of this nation is being torn apart. We need you. I'm talking as a pastor to those of you in the pews. We need you to cast your vote. If you voted early, we thank God for you. If you are planning to vote early, don't rely on the mail. Carry it to the Board of Elections in your county and then have someone track it or track it yourself. But this is a time when the people of God must stand up and be counted and raise their voices as never before. Thank you. Thank you. Blessings on you. Let us sing together, Victory in Jesus.
to Dr. Lynch, all the vice presidents, all the pastors and sisters and brothers. I am Angela Jones-Williams, and it is my pleasure to bring you greetings on behalf of the children and staff of the Central Children's Home, where our president is Theodore C. Edwards, and we are extremely grateful for all the support that we have received from the General Baptist State Convention. Three, two, one. To President Lynch, officers, and the esteemed body of the General Baptist State Convention of North Carolina, I bring you greetings on behalf of Shaw University's Board of Trustees, administration, faculty, staff, and students. Since last we've gathered, several things have happened in our nation and in our world brought about by the COVID-19 pandemic. Because we have been steeped in the traditions of the Baptist Church, we have been able through your generous support to bring our students back to campus. And so far we have been able to maintain some semblance of the new normal as we educate young people for the futures that our nation needs so very much. Thank you for your generous support, your kindliness of support, and all the things that you have made possible for Shaw University. Have an incredible convention, and we look forward to being able to gather in person again in the very near future. And to each of you, my brothers and my sisters, I bring you greetings on behalf of the worldwide family of Lot Carey. Indeed, President Greg Jackson and our chair of the board, the Reverend Dr. John M. Alexander Jr. joined me in extending to you congratulations as you assembled in this year 153rd annual session. We pray God's blessings on you as you meet to worship, to fellowship, yes, from a distance, but also deliberate over the cause of missions. Your theme, Mission Possible, is indeed an encouragement to all of us who are thriving and striving uh, to promote the kingdom of God to the ends of the world. Lakari is indeed grateful to you and the entire convention, to the pastors, the churches, the members, and all of you who make up the General Baptist State Convention of North Carolina for the many years of partnership, even as we navigate our way in this difficult space, you have been faithful because of you, Lakari is still able uh, to respond to needs wherever they might be. So as you meet to pray and uh, to revive, to renew your spirit and your call to mission, I pray God's blessings on you, to Dr. Lynch and to Secretary Barr. Your leadership is impeccable and it demonstrates your commitment to the cause of mission. Together we can do more. So again, congratulations as you meet in uh, your 153rd session. Over the next three days, I pray God's blessings on you. Together, we will transform the world in the name of Jesus Christ. Again, congratulations and God bless.
Bless the Lord, O oh my soul, and all that is within me. Bless his great and holy name. Well, it's offering time. This is that moment we traditionally segue our thoughts and our actions in the same inward direction that we might give unto the Lord what the Lord has given unto us. Beloved, this has been a very busy year, a very fast year, and uh, it just seems like it was February a few months ago before everything turned upside down. But I believe we can all agree that God has been tremendously faithful to all of us. Even with the challenges presented by the pandemic, I think we can all be in agreement that God has opened up some doorways to opportunities, much like the Lord did uh, when the church was persecuted there in the book of Acts as they spread the persecution, so did the gospel spread. And so I see God doing some great and tremendous things in this time and in this season, and I am so honored to say that your convention, this convention, the General Baptist State Convention of North Carolina has been tirelessly working, amen, to make sure that we are there to support those who support everyone else and that we are there as a strong Christian witness. Well, beloved, there are so many scriptures we traditionally turn to when it's time to live, lift an offering or give an offering unto the Lord. We, we are very familiar probably with with Luke 6, you know, give and it shall be given unto you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together and running over. Or maybe from Romans or, or some other, so many other very familiar texts. But tonight, I want to contextualize our giving as you're preparing your heart. I want to contextualize it actually with Matthew chapter 25. Matthew 25, which, which many would call the mission of God, the, the Messio Dei. It's, it's the mission of God. And there it talks about that. The time will come where the Lord has an expectation on the church that if we are truly his representatives in the earth, God expects certain activities to be uh, in operation. God expects us to care for those who are hurt and wounded and downtrodden. And the scripture talks about uh, when I was naked, you clothed me. When I was hungry, you fed me. When I was sick or in jail, you visited me. And the question is proposed, well, Lord, when did we see you that way and, and did these things unto you? And the Lord says, and as much as you did it to these, the least of them, you did it also unto me. And I'm proud to report tonight that your General Baptist State Convention headquarters, amen, has been busy about our Father's business, reaching those who the Lord has ordained for us to reach. So as you prepare your hearts to give tonight, let me share with you some of the things that the Lord has done through your state convention, through your work, through your prayers, through your donations, let me tell you some of the things the Lord has done. Firstly, we migrated and equipped our staff to be able to work remotely to where it's seamless, to where whenever you call, whenever you need your headquarters, whenever you need support or resources, we were there. We were there to support the first responders because when everything broke, the first place the church looked was to the pastors, and the first place the community looked was to the church. And so we knew as a headquarters family, we had to be there for those first responders of the church. We also implemented some workshops and some teachings to help our churches migrate from physical worship to virtual worship. We had training on platforms of digital giving and different ways to convene your worship services and also digital giving. 
Not only that, but we also provided some detailed information on the PPP plan, which allowed us to help uh, cover shortcomings in our budget and keep staff employed. We had a tutorial on that, as well as how to actually apply, because it was so confusing. Your convention has also implemented a pastoral assistance fund to assist those pastors who were furloughed uh, when everything changed after the executive order 121. We updated our website to be able to better meet the demands of our churches and our leaders. And were it not for that upgrade, we would not be able to have some of the advancements we're having right now in this virtual service. We also coordinated statewide COVID-19 testing through a myriad of the General Baptist State Convention churches. We had three large-scale deployments of PPE supplies uh, to our associations and to our churches. All in all, the three large deployments uh, gave PPE equipment to more than 30,000 people. We responded to the tornado in Bertie County, and inside of a few hours of the storm passing through, there was staff there from the General Baptist State Convention. There were leaders there, excuse me, from the General Baptist State Convention, pastors and moderators and trained Red Cross leaders from within our convention that were there to help start the rebuilding process. And I'm so proud to report on tonight that this, the headquarters and all of our General Baptist churches collectively, we gave more than $20,000 to assist in the rebuilding process. There were 27 families that lost everything. They lost absolutely everything. But guess what? Day one, I'm sorry, day two, they had gift cards to help them begin to go and pick up small things here and there. We helped with lodging, with hotels and temporary stays. But this is what you did as a convention. We also partnered with our collaborators like Carrie in responding to disaster recovery calls in both the Gulf Coast and mid-Atlantic regions, and we're so appreciative not only to have Lot Carey as a partner in our international or global missions, but right here doing great works domestically. Uh, we distributed a church reentry plan or guide for our churches to look at and associations as they begin to consider the possible move and coming back together. Uh, we came alongside Shaw University students who were led by uh, Ian Fidley, who is the SGA president there at Shaw. And they had a goal to deliver uh, PPE supplies to students that were impacted in Dillard, at Dillard University and also Xavier University of Louisiana. But we came alongside them and helped them to reach uh, their goals. Uh, in the context we're in, we, we negotiated some special contracts with sanitization company uh, so you can have your churches sterilized. We've mobilized a get-out-to-vote uh, engagement team that are working with our associations and our churches and pastors, amen, to help us to fight against voter suppression and also misinformation. We implemented an online registration process for the first time in our convention history. And I know someone is watching this on live stream right now and saying, you guys are just now doing uh, online registration. But we celebrate the fact that it came. But it happened through and by uh, the donations and the demands of the convention. I do want to say all the great things that are happening on that website, uh, if it works right, it's because of the assistance 
Executive Secretary Treasurer, Reverend Quan Stewart. Anything that's glitchy or doesn't work right, I probably had something to do with that. Beloved, I am just so appreciative again of all the great works that you've allowed us to do on your behalf. Uh, again, I just appreciate also the headquarters staff. I've already mentioned Reverend Quan Stewart, the, existent, the assistant executive secretary treasurer. Also, Ms. Darcel McNeil, who is our bookkeeper and admin extraordinaire. And then also Reverend Selma Hunter. Amen. She is really more like a CFO with the way she oversees our books and does a phenomenal job. And not only them and their commitment, but even their families. Uh, Greg, uh, Darcel's husband, and then also Ricky Selma's husband, they come alongside and help us with anything that we need. So those are the things that you've done and we've done as a convention. And I just wanted to give you some good reasons to think about as you prepare your heart to give tonight. But, but I do, I do, I do have some convention news. I've got a breaking announcement that I want to share with you right now. You may not know it, but North Carolina is the tenth, has the 10th highest rate of food insecurities in the whole United States. More than 5,590,000 5, households don't have food enough to eat each day. But I'm so honored to be able to report to you tonight that we have partnered with three other organizations and formed a coalition, amen, that we will be able to distribute food boxes with fresh produce. Yes, I said fresh produce, and it gets even better. It's going to reach those underserved communities. It's going to reach uh, those marginalized people in our various areas across the state. But guess what? The food is coming from African-American farmers. And I'm just so honored to report that tonight, that not only can we give to our community, but we're able to be a blessing unto farmers, amen, that look just like us. And, and if that were not good enough, we, we, through partnership again, are going to be able to offer some mini grants because we know some of our churches already have some very creative ways uh, to reach the community and help uh, with food disparities. And you've got food pantries and, and ways that you want to do things between now and, and the end of the year. And guess what? You're going to be able to apply for grant money through the convention, amen, to continue the great works that you're doing. So those are the things that your convention has been up to. And guess what? There's still a few months left in the year. We don't know what God has in store, but I wanted to share with you some of those things that we've done. And now as you prepare uh, your heart to give, knowing all the things we're connected with and all the things that we've done, I just believe that there are greater works in front of us. And so we ask you to join with us in giving tonight. There are four ways to give. First of all, you can visit us at www.g bsconline.org and click the donate button. Secondly, you can download the Givelify app and search for us, the General Baptist State Convention of North Carolina. The third way, the third way that you can give is to mail it in. 